Hello, host Jeremy with a quick note before we get started. Little did I know before we were recording that my microphone was actually being affected by a electrical magnetic interference of some sorts. I'm not exactly sure what was causing it, but I have fixed the issue. You may notice that our voices are either a little bit low, or you also may hear a hum in the back. We apologize for this, and it has been fixed for the next episode. Thank you. Welcome to the Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 196. Sega does what Nintendo don't. Nintendo don't? It should be Nintendo. October 7th, 2017. This is the podcast where we talk about video games and everything nerdy and geeky. I am your host, Jeremy, and with me this week, I have my co-host, Patrick. Whoa, 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 whoa. what it do? Bow, bow, bow. You can't see me, but I'm flexing right now. Oh, nice. Alright, so this is an episode of A Thing We Call Podcast. Yeah, that we haven't done in forever. Hey, it's only been... One ten years. It's only we're only late by one set of episode. Okay. Yeah, we we did one four weeks ago, or yeah, whatever it was. We're only late recording this by uh, uh, two and a half weeks. Woo. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's been and and, and actually uh, I, it seems like every episode we get into a lot of what's going on in our personal life, and I don't want to do that in this episode, but uh, it seems like that what happens is like. All of a sudden, life gets really crazy for one or both of us, and it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, okay, we didn't record. And it's like, you figure, you know, it only takes an hour to two of our time every other week, and we still can't seem to do it. But it makes sense. I mean, you know, life. I blame you. I blame you. It's okay. All right. Kevin and Frank. There we go. Yes, because if it was for them, if it wasn't for them not being here, then, you know, stuff. Yeah. Damn fruitcakes. Yeah. Kevin talks about he listens to the show. Let's see if he listens to this. Yeah, fruitcake. All right. Well, it is Saturday morning at 9.39. And we are going to be talking about video games today. I know that's new for us. And yeah, fruitcakes. Well, we're going to get into what we've been playing. <laughs> yeah, apparently we're talking about fruitcakes, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have uh, I have a long day ahead of me. So let's let's start the day right talking about some video games. Video games. All right, so I have been playing a few games, not a whole lot. It's been an absolute crazy um, about a month, almost a month and a half now. Um, I actually thought I was going to get a lot of video game time in, and turns out I got almost none. <laughs> um, which you know, it's it's it is what it is, and uh, got to move on from that. But I did play uh, some. Dark and Light, I think I talked about, I know I talked about that last episode. I have played some more Dark and Light. Um, not a whole lot, not not the 110 hours that I played that I talked about last time, um, which was absolute crazy when I figured out how many hours I played of that game in three weeks. But anyway, uh, still fun. They've, they've been doing a lot of updates. It's getting a lot better already. And, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that uh, it's just going to keep getting better um, because it's early access. And, uh, yeah, so really fun. 
the next game I played is I actually picked up a uh, I don't know if I talked about this last episode or not, but I picked up a Nvidia Shield, and I'll actually be talking about that more next week and give my uh, or next episode give my opinion on it. But uh, one of the things that I did was I wanted to do play a game and. Record of uh, Agast War is a highly rated uh, SRPG that I picked up on there, uh, and it, it's a lot of fun. And I played it for a couple hours, and then again I kind of lost um, lost the time to play video games. So I haven't really played much since then. Your wife was out of the country for like two weeks. You had plenty of time to play video she games. She was out of the. That's what I thought too. She was out of the country for three weeks, and I thought oh, I was going to be playing video games every day. I thought I was going to be streaming every day. I only ended up playing maybe three hours, four hours of video games in those three weeks. Um, and that's because I was taking a course uh, and I was uh, doing some stuff for my company that ended up taking the majority of my time, like four to six hours a day, seven days a week for those uh, three weeks. Um, but that's also something I will talk about next episode is what I'm actually doing with that. Because I think that there's a lot of people in this in, in our community that actually might be interested Despite not being directly related to video games. Uh, oh, um, so Sonic the Hedgehog. For some reason, I... Okay, so I downloaded this this app on my phone a while back. Uh, and I played a little bit. But for some reason, I'm sitting there one day and I'm like... I was really craving some good old school gaming. You know, because uh, Sega does what Nintendo don't. And so I was like, I want to play some Sonic the Hedgehog. And it was a lot of fun. I love that game. Such a great game. Such a great game. And the last game on my list just came out this week, and I have actually not played the game itself, the proper game, the game proper, but instead I have been working on creating my own content for the game, and it's called Divinity Original Sin 2. And what this does is it actually takes, uh, oh, the game itself is a highly rated game, uh, even without the creation part. It's, it's people are saying it's going to be the, be the the possibly game of the year, if not game of the year, definitely RPG of the year. But they also have a built-in uh, engine to where you can actually create your own levels, create your own gear, create your own characters, all that stuff. But they take it even one step further and have a game master mode where one person actually controls everything going on in real time. So think mm. of it as like you have four players plus the game master. Uh, the game master says, all right, so they load the level and then the game master can actually... You know, run like, okay, uh, this is the, the combat or this is the, the story. And they can just let it happen automatically. Or they can take control of that goblin or that troll or that dragon and fight as that character themselves. So it adds, you know, almost a PvP sense to it. Uh -huh. um, it's the, the, the objective of it is not for the players versus um, GM. It's more like the it's for the game master to tell a story, um, but it's all it's really cool. Actually, if you had actually liked uh, Dungeons and Dragons at all, which I know you didn't, you might actually you, you might actually <laughs> like this one because of just how it is. It's it's actually a you're you're in a video game. You're playing the video game, but the story is being told by the game master. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So you're not actually listening to dialogue. You're not reading. You're, you're listening to, like, it would be you're listening to me talk and tell the story. But you're still playing a game. So it's pretty cool, though. Um, I'm planning on running some uh, games with some friends here soon. I just have to, I'm just creating the maps and stuff. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. 
But uh, yeah, I haven't actually played the, the game itself. I haven't actually played the game proper, so uh, and I'm hearing it's such such a great game. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. How about you, Patrick? What have you been playing this month? Well, uh, still playing Far Cry Four. I mean, I think if I really just put some good effort into it, I could just finish the damn game off. Uh-huh. But every time I get in it, I'm, I'm usually not even playing quests. I'm playing like all the side quests or the main mission, I should say. Uh-huh. And I'm always trying to um, finish, try to do all the side stuff first. Like I, I just finished all the outposts and all this other stuff. I pretty much have all the map uncovered now. I just haven't <laughs> taken the time to actually try to just finish it. Mm-hmm. I just been, you know, like I said, trying to get all the rest of the side stuff done. Yeah. Um, Injustice Two, which I'm actually probably going to be playing some of this also this weekend because they I have to do down I have to download the two new characters, um, uh, uh, Black Mantis that came out a couple weeks ago, and then Raiden, which I thought was a little weird because last time they only had one Mortal Kombat crossover character, and now they have two. Uh huh. I don't like how they made Raiden look. Like, even, like, this weird mask and shit. It's, oh, um, really? That's, that's odd, yeah. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, I thought I'd just jump in that. I was screwing around, just running around the city, and then I ended up doing a couple of missions uh, real quick. That's yeah, cool. I never transferred. I, um, I, I think I transferred my character over. Mm-hmm. From 360, but I never transferred over the gameplay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's why oh, I still yeah. gotta play the story mode. There's a couple things I gotta jump on that my old. I have my Xbox here with me, but I don't have it hooked up. So I actually gotta hook it up and do that cloud shit and transfer some stuff over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've been hella wanting to play, like, I don't know, like lately, I've been hella wanting to run through Dead Island again, which I played that. I've beaten that game I don't know how many times, but I really <laughs> like it. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been thinking about playing it again, but you know you you can keep up in the same character. Like every time you you can restart the game with the same level. Oh, okay, means, yeah. Which means yeah, the zombies are going to be that level too. You know, it's not like you're just going to be able to flick them and have them die hella quick. But <laughs> I, 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 um, there's also achievements for like getting to a certain level. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, which I kind of rage quitted on couple weeks ago uh-huh. and I haven't been back since because they keep saying they fix shit and then they don't like um, for example I was uh, setting up traps the, the cops had gotten called I was Jason and they were trying to escape and um, I was blocking the path where the guy the last guy was in be I had killed everybody except for maybe one person mm-hmm. they, had, they had escaped and right when I was getting ready to get them it, 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 it like transferred I went to look at the map, uh-huh. and and it transferred me to the opposite side of the map. And there's no way there was no way in hell I was going to be able to get back to the other side before yeah the other guy escaped. So I the guy was running towards the exit. And I just rage quit. <laughs> it just ended the match. I was like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing about I mean that game, but in in like that kind of game in general. It was just released too early. It was released way before it was actually ready. And I don't know. It just Well, they originally said when it was released that it was like a beta. Yeah, but I mean still, yeah. It's like it's okay, so my thought is this. If you're going to release a game early and you do it in early access, then that's fine. I'm fine with that. You know, but if you're going to release the game for a full like basically a full release, and then people start complaining about it, and they're like, oh, well, this isn't everything. 
I just feel like that's kind of a cop out, you know? It's like I, kinda, I agree too. They had a release date that they had to meet. I don't blame the developers. I blame the you know marketing and all that stuff. They had a uh, a date that they had to meet, and so they decided let's just tell everybody that this is a beta. You know what well, I mean? The stupid thing is, is they should have just waited till this month anyway. So there's there's a Friday the Thirteenth on next week. Uh, yeah, next week, and and it came out in May. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Not yeah, that's kind of weird. I think it was the 13th earlier in the month, or earlier in the year, too. I, and it could have done it. You know, yeah, whatever. I do remember people saying that, like, why did the game just now, why is the game coming out now when there's a Friday the 13th this year? But, nah. Again, yeah. I, you know, it, they had licensing, and there was probably a lot of reasons it had to come out when it did. And like I said, I don't blame the developers. I just blame the, uh, I blame the marketing. I blame the people who were in charge of putting the game out. Yeah. Um, next, uh, is a game that's basically Friday the 13th kind of spun off of, uh, Dead by a Daylight. Yep. They had a free trial, um, for it. And why did you delete it off my list? Me too, I got it. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Um, so so basically this game, I was talking about this game for a while, Mm -hmm. but like it was originally, it was only on PC. Okay. Um. and it's it's different from Friday the Thirteenth. There's like different kind of monsters you can do. They even had a special one where you can be Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was this. I think this basically the gameplay that Friday the Thirteenth is mm-hmm. was kind of spawned off of of, of uh, Dead by Daylight. Yeah. So I I know that there's a connection. I don't remember exactly what the connection is, uh, other than the fact that they're you know the gameplay similar. Uh, I think there was a connection though, and. Um, a lot of people are saying because when Dead by Daylight first came out, it also had problems, but not oh, yeah. not nearly as much problems as uh, Friday the Thirteenth has. And but people are saying now, like, don't bother with Friday the Thirteenth; just get Dead by Daylight. <laughs> it depends. I mean, like, cause for what the game is, it is really fun. It's just when you have a problem like that, you know. Yeah. It's just, and I'm sure it'll get better. Oh yeah. They've had an update since. I just haven't been on. Yep. Uh, I played the Marvel versus Capcom, uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinity demo. Oh, okay, I didn't know there was one. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it was. I, I this game already came out. I just haven't got it yet. Um, I didn't know it came out. Look at me, all behind and everything. Uh, this game looks pretty cool. They actually put a story mode in it, which I like, because like before it was just you know, the fighting game, like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what the whole design is. Yeah, but I know like, what you mean. All of them have just been like, it's just like, like even in the the trailers, it made it seem like there was a story to it, and there's not. It's just yeah, fighting, and, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But the story, the, the way, the fact that they're having characters interact with each other from different universes, like Capcom and Marvel, and they're inter, 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 intertwined, like if they're all in the same world. Yeah. You kind of want a story between that, you know? Yeah. Like, even in the trailer, or I think it's from the story mode, there's a part where Rocket Raccoon's like, oh, I, I, you know, I need some, uh, I'm out of ammo, and he looks over at Dante and says, hey, can the girls come out and play? Because he's using his sword, he's talking about Everly and Ivory. Oh. And she he throws them at her, at, at Rocket, and Rocket's like, yeah, he's all excited <laughs> about using the guns. And it's like, like, shit like that is like, to me, is like, you, you want the story behind that. That's like, cool. Uh, yeah, exactly. Not just a trailer of it. Yeah. So, like, the whole point of this game is, since you haven't heard about it, is 
So Sigma uh, from the um, Mega Man series and Ultron from uh, Marvel, uh, like they fuse together and they're like um, trying to take over the world, all the different worlds and shit like that. Okay. And um, yeah, it, 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 like I said, it's basically going to boil down to a fighting game. Even the story, like you're playing through the story in the demo, but yeah. like then it's like, okay, now you have to fight. And like you have to do like the fight scenes. It's like basically cutscenes in between the fighting, mm-hmm. but at least you're getting that little bit of story in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I was actually I was actually looking at it real quick, and um, I was like, oh, it's on PC, but the rating is so horrible for PC and Xbox uh, or and PS4. It is, like, I, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It is what it's gonna be. The one thing that I like that they're actually doing this time, and I think maybe Capcom's finally starting to get a fucking brain in their head, is their um. Because, you know, like the last one, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Oh, but now we have new characters. So now it's the ultimate Marvel, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. But you don't get to download those characters. You have to buy a whole new game. Oh. This one, they, they, I've heard, I saw that they're, they are going to have a season pass. For yeah, yeah, there is, yeah. You know, but, yeah, so that's at least something. Uh, next is I finished Bioshock. Which I finished it a long, long time ago, and many, many, many times. The original, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, play, I, I was playing through it again. Cool, cool. Um, so I mean, there's not much to say about that. You know how much I love that game. That game is just fucking awesome. Yep. Uh, probably we gotta start the second one again. I was watching uh, a friend play uh, Bioshock Infinite, and I watched most of it. Um, watched the ending. It was kind of crazy ending. The ending, unless you watched the whole, went through the whole game, even going through the whole game, if you remember when when I beat that game, mm-hmm. I, I was still like, we were like three or four episodes after, and I was like, man, <laughs> I still can't, I, I can't, I, my mind is fucking blown from that ending. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a fucking trip, and yeah. and, and if you just watch it, watch the ending without following the game, you're, I, you have to be even more like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, you, it wouldn't make any sense. Like I said, I watched most of the game. Um, and I also talked to the, I was talking to the guy who playing it, uh, he's played through it like five or six times. Um, so, you know, I got a pretty good sense of it, but yeah, it was, it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. or not kind of crazy. It is very crazy. And then finally, like always, Gears of War 4, of course. If there's no <laughs> Gears of War, it's not a podcast. Exactly. Cool. Cool. Anything new with Gears? Um, they have some new maps and, you know, like this weekend, um, which is the weekend, like we said, the 7th and 8th is double XP. Um, I know they got some stuff planned coming up for, um, Halloween and and Christmas and stuff like that. Cool, cool. But but one of the things, okay, since we're we're talking, we're we're diving a little deeper into it. Um, so they have packs now, like where you get these cards Uh and and, and you can... It's all random, right? So you have you get weapon skins, uh, bounty cards, even characters. Uh huh. They've had from the original Gears ROM, which I've never got. They've had they brought back the Queen, which I didn't get. Mm. Like I mean, I'm talking. I bought like maybe five or six packs. Yeah, maybe four. Um, they're basically you know you get coins in the game, like I guess you call them coins. Like, you know, yeah, currency, currency that you used to buy it. Um, 
and uh, they're like two thousand each. These these packs, or you can for put you know, use real money, spend ten bucks and get like a big like three mega pack. Uh huh. I'm not gonna lie, I've done that. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I want this fucking character, and it's not guaranteed. Like my brother, he got he got him he got him like on first try. Yeah. Me and Angelo, we we're trying and trying and trying, and we still haven't got these characters. Yeah. And it's like to me, it's like especially if you buy the mega pack, you should be guaranteed. Well, what that they character. What they should do is they should have a set of like, um, all uh, like rares that one is guaranteed per pack, and at least that way, you know, it's like even if you don't get the one you're looking for, you still get one of the ones that are rare. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going for the queen. I got the same character like three times. Yeah. It but, wasn't even. The, it was. It was like, why am I still getting this character? And what like, happens if you get the same the character? It, Nothing. Oh, uh, see, you, that's you not cool. You sell the card uh-huh. and get you, you, you can get scrap and you can make stuff with scrap. Uh-huh. That's the other thing. Like they they made it to where you can buy characters. Well, they haven't made them available to be able to to create them. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because I don't know why. Because it's why? a lot. It's a lot like Overwatch, and the thing about Overwatch is you could go through a hundred, two hundred loot crates and not get the the skin you're looking for. However. If you go through that many loot crates, you're probably going to, because uh, if, if you get a double, you automatically get more currency. So you're probably going to get enough currency to buy, to actually buy the skin you're looking for. Well, the stupid thing is, is with this is that, it, like, you, you, you'll get stuff in packs that weren't even part of, the like, like older packs and stuff like that. So, like, it's like, why is that available in these packs? Yeah. It should be only the stuff that's, you know, but whatever. Anyways. Sounds like they need to work through that a little bit. Oh, yeah, they do. That's all I got to say about that. All right. All right, then let's move on to what's caught your eye this week, Patrick? Well, what's caught my eye is I've talked about my boy Ben many times on this podcast. I've I've promoted his YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, all at B to the fourth power. Um, But he has started a podcast. Okay. It's called the Angry Dad Podcast. Um Heads up warning, if you don't like cussing, don't go listen to this podcast, but you'll tell you what, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I see. Uh, put it that way. Uh, uh, if anybody's met my boy Ben, he they all know right away, he's really intense, but he's a down, he's down to earth dude, and he tells it like it is, period. Um, so he does his podcast Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um uh, uh, they uh, they're only like fifteen minutes long each, and he does them while he waits for his son gets out of school. He's in his car. He does a quick fifteen minute podcast for those three days, giving his uh, giving his feelings on certain things. He gets really passionate, really intense. Um, but that's just the way he is. That that's just that's just the homie Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he he's gonna be he's he. he He's uh, been expired, inspired to do a podcast, and he started it, and he's been doing really good with it. He started off on just Spreaker, but he's also now on um, Spreaker and iTunes. Um, cool. And so definitely go check those out. Check that out. Angry Dad Podcast. Cool, cool. Cool. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, I actually, speaking about podcasts, um, before we get into the news, I am in the process, and I don't know if it's possible, I still haven't actually found much information about it, it might be a closed feature right now, but I am in the process of trying to get this podcast 
onto a new podcast platform that you may have heard of called Spotify. Oh, yeah. They just recently um, started doing podcasts on Spotify. And, I saw that. Yeah. And I've been getting emails about, like, listen to your favorite podcast. I'm like, well, that's somewhere we need to be. So I don't know if it's possible. I don't know if it costs. I don't know what, uh, you know, it's really hard to find information because, like I said, there's really not much out there yet. But, uh, you know, hopefully one day soon we'll actually be on Spotify. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yep. Yep. Um, also, uh, for those of you who may uh, be new or looking to listen to our backlog, I actually recently, a fan pointed out that our backlog was not showing up on iTunes. Yeah, I meant to tell you that. Yeah. Um, well, it's fixed. Uh, you can now get all of our uh, 196 episodes plus our specials on iTunes with uh, you know no problem. So you can go all the way back to episode one if you really want to cringe. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get into the news. All right, so we got some Nintendo news this week. And actually, Patrick, I am going to move your story just one more below. Bitch. Because these two are both Nintendo. Don't yell at me. All right. All right, so we have two Nintendo stories this week. The first is Nintendo ramps up production of Switch to 2 million units a month. And this is in preparation of the holiday season. Uh, they're projecting to sell, sell 20 million units this year in the nine months. That's 7 million more than the Wii U sold in its full four-year lifespan. The Wii U was... Yeah, well. Um, so, a little bit of perspective on this is that... I don't know if you know this, uh, but in many places around the country, the Wii U... or the, Sorry, the Switch is still unavailable. Um, it's still being sold out before it even gets on the shelves. Now, around here, you can find a Switch pretty much anywhere, um, which is what I think is really funny. Um, that I have friends online who are on the East Coast that are like, I had to stand in line two hours yesterday to get the Switch. And I'm just like, oh, I, I can go down to Target and get one right now. So I'm not sure why the markets are so different in what's available. But uh, I don't know if you ever, you know, just at Target, Walmart, uh, GameStop, whatever, they all have Switches around here, you know? Yeah. Um, we're not out of Switches. But anyway, so they're wrapping up for $2 million a month um, going into the holiday season, and they're hoping to do $20 million this year. That's just a, a crazy number for nine months. Um, yeah, if they do that, that's, that's great. Uh, I, think Nintendo, I think it's great for Nintendo. Uh, I really do. Um, speaking about Nintendo, though, some interesting news is the Wii Shop, the original Wii Shop, is shutting down on January 30th, 2019. So that's still a little under a year and a half. The service first came online in December 2006, which means that it'll be one of the first services to go out of business like this. Um, and Nintendo is saying, uh, urging everybody over the next year or so to get all download everything they can from the Wii shop that they want and transfer it over to their Wii U account so that they can keep it because if you don't transfer it you lose it as soon as that service goes offline in January 30th 2019 you lose it um, so if you do if you have don't use it you lose it exactly so if you do have content on the Wii that you, you never transfer to your Wii U you might want to do that um, so what's interesting about this? Like I said, this is the first major service to go offline um, 
And everyone for years has been speculating, well, what's going to happen when these services that we've spent hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on, go offline? Well, here's your answer. You're going to lose it. And that's kind of what people were thinking for the longest time. Y'all fucked. <laughs> yeah. But at least you can transfer most, if not all, of your Wii content onto your Wii U. Um, so you still have it if you want it. And I just think this kind of, I don't know the word, um, kind of crappy. Uh, not that the service should continue running forever, because it has been out for, thir- it, it'll, it'll have been out for 13 years when it um, ends. But I feel like Nintendo should compensate those people who spent so much money on the Wii and can't transfer that to the Switch, because the Switch is their current system. I think that Nintendo should actually give some credit. Now, not full credit, maybe 25% of what everyone spent. I don't feel like they owe them anything. I mean, you know that wasn't going to last forever, and... I, I mean, um, okay. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's not... Then, uh, then, then... My, they're allowing you to transfer it, so you can still the, have it, so what's, what's To the, the Wii U. To the Wii U. Most people don't okay. have a Wii U. Well, if it was transferable to the Switch, I would be okay with it. But it's not, because the Switch doesn't have any any of that kind of thing right now. Um, and if that does open up in the future where you can transfer it all the way to the Switch, then that's fine, too. I don't, I don't think that there should be any compensation. But the fact that the Wii U sold so poorly... And the Wii sold so, you know, vastly, and you can't transfer it to Switch, I feel like there should be some compensation. Um, but again, I mean, it's it's the same thing as anything. When, you know, uh, Steam eventually goes out of business, um, you know, who knows how long that'll be. It could be next year, probably not. Or ten years from now, you'll still be able to download all of your games onto your computer and keep them. And it doesn't matter if your computer's ten years old, you can still play those games. So I I feel like, you know, that they should do something. I don't know what. I really don't. Because, you know, you 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 go into the realm of pirating and all that stuff if you if you do that too much. Um just my thoughts though. Anyway, so January 30th, 2019 is when the Wii original Wii will go offline. Uh I mean, yeah, it kind of sucks but at the same time. I don't know. I maybe I I care a little bit less because I got rid of my Wii already. Yeah. I I want a um, switch. A switch. I'm just kind of waiting until some more stuff comes out for it. Well, I know this is probably partly blasphemy to say on a video game podcast, but I'm pretty much done with um, consoles. I don't know that I'll ever buy another console um, in the current iteration of consoles. Don't get me wrong. If a true VR console came out but even then i would want vr for my for my pc and uh, i don't know i'm just not a big fan of consoles anymore and i don't know why i just i don't play them so i i i and i i I never played handhelds very much so as much as i would love a switch just to say i have one and i would probably play around with it a little bit i'm kind of like i'm at the point where i'm like not even gonna bother anyway uh go ahead your story Speak about shutting down. Patrick, what do you have to say? Yeah, um, okay, so, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't hear about this. Yeah, I'm surprised too, because, yeah. Uh, so, AOL is shutting down AIM on December 15th, and I meant to look no. up when it opened up, but, I mean, I think it was, what, mid-90s? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look it up real quick, keep talking. But, I mean, there's not much to say, I mean... AOL, uh, AIM was basically a, a, a instant messenger 
chat, you know, area. I mean, I remember, I think I used it a little bit, not too much. Um, I used it I extensively. Late, I was a late bloomer when it came to doing shit like that. I mean, I, I never got to the, it took me a long time to understand a lot of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wasn't very techie when I was a kid and, and, you know, I didn't really have anybody to show me, so I didn't really use it that much. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I know, I, but I mean, it is one of the biggest things ever that, uh, it changed a lot of stuff. I mean, you can say what you want about AOL and whatever, but I mean, that was basically the big, big one back in the day. And I mean, they stuck around this long using aim and all this other stuff. I mean, I mean, like I said, like it, it's been over, it's gotta be over 20 years. Uh, it's, it's been exactly 20 years actually. Bam. Uh, uh, so it'll be almost 21 years when the, or it'll be almost 21 years when the service goes down. But uh, it first came out in May of 1997. Yeah, there you go. See, so. Oh, and that was actually that was actually when it went standalone. So actually, it the messenger itself was before that, but that's when it went standalone. Okay. And became AI. Yeah. See, like I said, I thought about mid mid 90s. Yeah. That's about right. Yep. That's kind of crazy. I mean, no, it's not really uh, exactly video game related, but... No, I think it's cool because, man, oh, such good memories. I met so many people on there, and people that I still talk to to this day. Um, not regularly, but, you know, people that have kind of still been through my life. Um, it's crazy. Oh, so much fun. So much good conversation. So much craziness. It'll be sad. Uh, my first screen name, I believe, was... Oh, it, I had two really, really early. It was either Piccolo, Piccolo G27, which Piccolo from, it, yeah. yeah, or Welltall 27, which was from Xenogears, the game. I don't remember if it was, I don't remember which one came first, but I know that I had both of them. Um, those are my first two screen names ever. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I, there's, there's no way I could tell you. But um, I know one thing, though. Um, I was never good at picking out screen names. I'm pretty sure it was something <laughs> along the lines of, Something close to what my name is. I mean, like, look what right now. I mean, if I had a screen name or like you know, a gamer tag, yeah, Big Solo Six Four. I mean, that's basically. <laughs> yeah, I was horrible at picking names. I, I always have been. Well, I remember times that the few, the very few times that we played MMOs together, um, before you know, you and Kevin just ran off and just did your own thing and Whatever. quit on me. Anyways, how, how long were you guys like? Hey, let's start. I'm like, I can't. I'm still trying to think of a name. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. Um, so I know I'm pretty sure Piccolo G27 was my first because I remember thinking I want a screen name that doesn't have like isn't isn't uh, obvious like it isn't super like everyone knows what it means and everyone knew Piccolo back then you know so that's why uh, one of my favorite games at the time was Xenogears and I was like Welltall okay I'll do that and Welltall was in my uh, screen names for years years and years even even. To when I was uh, probably 17, 18, I had screen names with Welltall. And then Evil Koopa replaced that. Eh, that's all I've ever known you as. Yep. Um, yeah, late, late teens is when... Uh, well, I think I was about 18 when Evil Koopa became a thing. Because it was when I was working at EA for the first time. Uh, well, anyway, it'll be sad to see AOL or AIM shut down. But not like I've... I have used it, actually. Uh, I'll probably log in again. But I just oh, I bet you a lot of people that remember their shit are gonna log in and maybe have a couple conversations like for old time's sake yeah. or you know like stream you know exactly. 
I just, I have no idea what my passwords are, and the last time I tried to log in, I couldn't because of that, so, who knows. Um, Alright, next story. Andrew House steps down as president and CEO of the PlayStation division at Sony. Um, he's led the group for the past six years through the PlayStation 4, 4's triumph over this generation, and um, everything that that was. Uh, there's actually no word on why he's stepping down. It seems like it's a, a conscious choice. Maybe he's going to pers- pursue other things. Um, it's definitely not a negative thing. Um, but he's going to be... Uh, his successor is John Suyoshi uh, Kodera, who is currently the deputy president. Um, and he's going to take over as the lead. Um, you know, just a little bit of change. Uh, obviously, it's not huge since the the vice president or deputy president is going to be the one taking over, but, uh, good for Andrew. I mean, Andrew's done a lot for the PlayStation brand and, uh, and I think it's, it's great. Hopefully he does big things after this. All right. And our last story for the day, every Xbox one X will come with a special Easter egg. It's a little picture of master chief riding on a scorpion. So you just ruined that for everybody who wanted to get the Xbox X and wanted to try to find that Easter egg. Okay, well, um, it voids your warranty to see it, so I doubt most people will try. Uh, This is actually etched onto the uh, motherboard itself, onto the the computer board, and it is literally Master Chief riding on a large scorpion. I don't mean the scorpion from the game. I mean the scorpion... um, animal or For mortal combat yes he's trying whoa that got sexual anyway um yeah so it's so they're saying there's a few reasons they chose the scorpion the obvious one is that uh it was called scorpio originally yeah well the original or the uh, master chief does ride a scorpion not not that not the insect but the an actual vehicle called scorpion in the series yeah. So that's one thing, but then yeah, it's also a nod to the uh, working title of the Xbox One X, the Scorpio. You should just kept. Yeah, I think it's what way better than Xbox One X. Xbox One X reminds me of the six-year-olds who make screen names and don't know how, don't really know, understand screen names. It's like let's put X's before and after. Oh, doesn't Ito have one like that? Sorry, Ito. Or the people that do clans, where it's X X X gamer tag X X X. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like, you make no sense. Um, but yeah, so uh, I would not recommend finding this on your own because, like I said, it is on the board itself and it would void your warranty if you pick up an Xbox One X, which I don't recommend, but hey, to each their own. Um, and I will have an image of that in the show notes. I will also have a video in the show notes to share with you guys that I actually found pretty entertaining. And this is... Nintendo's strange and odd commercials from the past. Um, And so this guy goes through the commercials of all generations, starting um, with the uh, NES and what was his name? Rob the Robot? Robbie, I think. Robbie, yeah. Uh, Started with, you know. It's either Robert or Robbie. Yeah, I forget. I think it's Robbie. Hey, Robert! So it starts with, like, the, the uniqueness of their commercials back then for the NES and the robot. All the way up to their craziness. And I forgot about some of these commercials. But as soon as I saw them, I was like, oh, I remember. Uh, of the uh, Nintendo 64 and GameCube era. Um, and then again into the uh, Wii era, which was a lot more tame. 
Uh, one thing that I that they missed, and I could not find this commercial. I don't know if you remember this commercial or not. Do you remember the Wii commercial where the kid was playing? Um, he's sitting on the couch and he's playing the Wii, and the parents are like looking at him from the back, and it looks like he's masturbating. Do you remember that commercial? And then the the mom walks in and is like, what are you doing? And then he turns and he has a Wiimote in his hand and he's shaking it because that's what he had to do in the game. He goes, what? I'm, I'm just sure that's a real commercial. Yes. He's like, I'm just playing with my Wii. No. That's, I call that fake news. No, I, I swear. I Okay. I am 90% sure that was a real commercial that I saw on TV because there was, you know, I mean, like, there wasn't viral videos like that when the Wii came out. Um... I could be wrong, but uh, this is not the first time Nintendo did commercials like that. If you watch this, this uh, there was a lot of commercials that I'm just like, it was normal to us back then, and now it's like, what the heck were we watching? <laughs> uh, but really good video. I don't see them getting away with that with the Wii. Like maybe the '90s. Yeah. With like, but like, with the Wii, I mean, you gotta remember when the Wii came out. They already had. That's when all that this PC shit started up, really. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't know. It could have been fake. Um, but I remember seeing it for sure. Yeah, see right here. Uh, uh, so this person, yeah, so uh, I just Googled it, and this person's like, can anybody find um, the commercial... Uh, with the with the kid sitting on the couch, it's same thing, and so I don't know, but no one can find it, so I don't know. Maybe it wasn't just a skit, and I thought it was a real commercial back in the day. It has to be. Yeah, I mean we're talking about Nintendo, man. Yeah, but uh, during the, yeah, I know during the Wii era they were really tame. But go back and watch that video that I'm talking about, and you'll see during the '90s and oh my god, they were not tame at all in early 2000s. Like, I, well, I believe the '90s. You know, I believe that, but, you know. Yeah. Yep, yep. And there was some um, ban, or some, some, uh, we, we, uh, what's it called? We commercials that were made and actually never actually put out into the public um, that were much more edgy. But, uh, again, they decided to tone it down. Anyway, that is our episode for this month or this uh, two weeks. For this year. (laughs) If you want to get a hold of us and tell us how annoying Patrick is, because I said so, you can do that at kvgt04 at gmail.com. Our website is. Sorry, that was coming up. (laughs) Okay. Our website is kvgtpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook.com. Or facebook.com slash kvgt podcast. We're on YouTube. Just search Knights of the Video Game Table podcast or Knights of the Video Game Table or youtube.com slash kvgt04. And if you're not already listening to us on a service, are the two best places to wait, find us wait, are Stitcher. We also have an Instagram. Yes, but we get uh, I get to that last. No, you don't. You always forget. Oh, uh, well, sometimes. Uh, anyway. Leave it on here. <laughs> you're right. Uh, anyway, so let me finish this real quick. If you are not listening to us on a service, we are available on many, but the two most popular are Stitcher and iTunes. You can send us a message on Twitter. I am at Soul Scribbler. 
Patrick is at uh, Big Soul Six Four. And the general tweet to the podcast is at KVGT Podcast. And we do have an Instagram, which is uh, KVGT Podcast. There we go. And I wrote it into the show notes. That's right. Um, for me, wow, this is an old template. I really did go back because I have Twitch. I don't even remember ever having Twitch on here. Um, for me, you can find everything I do over at JeremyCollier.com. That's everything I do, video game and non-video game related. Uh, Patrick, how about you? Uh, you can find me at uh, patrickstots64.blogspot.com. You can also find me on YouTube at Solus64. And uh, I also do another podcast, which is called It Be Like That Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at IBLT Podcast, same thing. You can find us on Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Google Play, all that good shit. Um, and I do that with uh, my friend Brian, who we pretty much talk about a little bit of everything and ev- anything and everything. Right now, though, we are doing a um, tournament, a 90s cartoon tournament. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to give you the link so you can put it in here. Sure. Um, but basically you can go and vote we set up brackets with different categories we have like uh, nickelodeon bracket disney bracket uh fox bracket because if you remember fox used to have the cartoon saturday mornings uh-huh um uh, uh a syndicated bracket adult bracket anime cool cool and you can go and vote on that i'm gonna send um mr jeremy the link here uh because i don't have it memorized yet i didn't set it up <laughs> so, cool cool sounds good you'll be on that one <laughs> yep sounds good sounds good um all right so that is it for this episode uh don't forget to you know like wherever you can like us and if you feel so generous leave us a review on itunes because it helps it really does and that's about it for that. So have a yeah, great show. have a couple great couple weeks and we'll see you soon. <laughs>